3: Righty alrighty alrighty good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Friday. Fourteenth day of january two thousand twenty two. Didn't we just watch the ball drop in Times squares for goodness sakes? Sorry, the fourteenth day, almost halfway through the first month of the new year. <laughs> Anyhow, your date one one four two zero two two. That's your date, and we welcome you to the show on this Friday. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, fourteen hundred AM. Looking out the window, sky is blue and the sun is bright. Ground is dry. Going to be a beautiful day here in Las Vegas. Forty-six degrees right now outside. it's Going to get up to sixty-eight. Sixty. You look, it's the fourteenth day of January. Sixty-eight. Uh, after being a little colder the last couple of weeks. Uh, pleasant day out there today, that's for sure. No wind either. So in case you're planning on, uh, you know, sneaking out uh, to the gaming capital for the weekend, that's uh, kind of like the uh, what the weather is going to be, that's for sure. Weather across the country is not going to be so great. And we do welcome all of our listeners, not only here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from the studios and over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM. But also those listening on our different uh, our different platforms to get this uh, show to you wherever you may be around the world. Like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Of course, your smartphones, your iPhones iP- I- I and your, your Androids. You know, the KSHP phone app. Just get the app at your uh, phone app store for your device so you can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So we welcome you, however, wherever, whenever. Now, you, we just told you about the weather here in Las Vegas, but the weather across the country is going to be changing here. Right now, uh, you got a lot of snow and activity going on in Minnesota, Iowa, right there. But there is a a storm of Bruin that's going to come right through the Midwest and get through the the... the southern south south southeastern mid-southeastern part and go up to the east coast that's going to slam some pretty bad weather going there we're talking about like through places like uh, tennessee and and kentucky and the virginia and uh, west virginia etc and and pennsylvania jersey uh, new york so some of the tracks there right now we have no cancellations today because the storm is yet a brewing coming through but um it's going to get there, and it's going to get there possibly over this weekend. We're talking about freezing, really bad temperatures there around uh, the Tennessee Valley, etc. But a lot of uh, activity and maybe even snow if it gets cold enough up in the Northeast. So we'll keep an eye on that as far as the racetrack conditions are concerned. Of course, you know Laurel Park has uh, suspended racing, and they hope to get it going on Sunday. But now with the weather, you don't know. But right now, there's no racing at uh, Laurel because uh, they've had a combination of the bad weather situation at the track and their ongoing um, concerns about the condition, safety conditions of their main track, so much so that they're dumping sand and doing some other stuff in there. So we'll wait and see how that goes. But right now, uh, all systems are go for all the tracks that are scheduled to go today. Remember, on Monday which is the Martin Luther King Holiday Monday, the 17th, Santa Anita will have a special Monday racing card. doesn't mean uh, everybody will have a racing card that normally doesn't race on that day. But um, in addition uh, to Santa Anita, uh, Turf Paradise and uh, Parks Racing and Mahoning Valley, uh... That normally run laurel is expected to run on monday when they uh they're expected to kick in on sunday if they do they will have a monday card but uh, fairgrounds will also be running on monday and then uh california both uh santa anita and golden gate will have a special monday racing program in observance of the martin luther king holiday on monday so keep that in mind we won't be uh, here on our show but they will have uh, special racing cards for those days so, uh, we'll keep an eye on the weather and all that other good stuff and give you the uh, racing schedule. And it happened again yesterday. <laughs> when did they, they hit the big uh, jackpot, the rainbow jackpot at Gulfstream Park, the day before the mandatory payoff last weekend, right? So, they're building it up again, and it hit yesterday. A single ticket, a jackpot ticket, hit yesterday at Gulfstream. Winning prices, $13.60, $12.20, $11.20, $53.80, $3.40 and eight sixty. dollars Somebody had that $53 horse. The rest was pretty, you know, kind of easy to have. One ticket took down the jackpot. Winning numbers, 3 dollars 4 one was the All-Burger in the jackpot at Gulfstream yesterday. So they will start their pick-six jackpot again today. Now, uh, Gulfstream Park, what they have been doing is when we broadcast the carryover, obviously there's none today, but when we broadcast the carryover, and it's low. Sometimes to get it pumped up a little bit more, they'll guarantee a certain amount for a single ticket. So today, with zero money now in the carryover, they'll guarantee $50,000 in the pot anyway if you have a single ticket today at Gulfstream. All right? And uh, Ired Ortiz Jr., who is uh, on the sidelines now, uh, his scheduled mounts, uh, he gave up one winner to Luis Saez in the ninth race with Mezcal to pay three forty. Guess anybody could have rode that horse, right? But uh, Saez is doing good work there, no doubt about that. Jerry J had a reverse play win for us yesterday, at Gulfstream. He liked uh, Alado, and Alado finished second in the second race to the uh, two-to-one favorite Healing. But two-dollar exacta, the reverse exacta came back twenty-one twenty, so that wasn't too bad. Paco Lopez had three wins yesterday. Three, uh, he won three of the first seven races yesterday. Paco did at Gulfstream. And uh, Aqueduct, they had a wow. You ready for this uh, pick five? The early pick five at Aqueduct. It started out with a two dollar and sixty cent horse, two sixty, the winner. They m- then came 67 dollars fifty cents, followed by five dollars and fifty cents, and then eight dollars and seventy cents. Now that third race winner. Probably knocked out everybody but very few because the pick five for fifty cents paid thirty six thousand five hundred fifty two dollars and seventy five cents, and that uh, prohibitive odds on favorite in the first race uh, valued at uh, about uh, seven thousand dollars difference in the pick four. The pick four paid 29556 and a quarter exempting that $2.60 winner in the first. Wow. And congratulations to Jonathan Hardoon on the show yesterday. Remember, he said he had to give us full disclosure. In the fifth race yesterday, a maiden race for three-year-old fillies at six furlongs, he said, just want to tell everybody out there that I own number three, Champagne Poetry. Gave us a good story on it, an inside story as the owner. And I can tell you right now, he said that the horse uh, it got a questionable ride in her first start. Dylan Davis went out and worked this horse out and asked if he could ride the horse. And he gave this horse an absolute great ride to win the fifth race yesterday. Congratulations, to Jonathan and Dylan Davis, for a great ride on Champagne Poetry, breaking her maiden yesterday in the fifth race. It was a three-to-one winner paying $8.70. Congratulations, Mr. Hardoon. Dylan Davis, by the way, had three wins yesterday at Aqueduct as well. Okay. So now we got the, uh, we got a, um, uh, the pick six jackpot uh, being built up again at Gulfstream after the single winner yesterday. But remember, today at Santa Anita, they start uh, racing today at Santa Anita for this week. And by the way, Santa Anita will run today the weekend, and, of course, Monday. Uh, They're going to have a pick-six mandatory payoff tomorrow. Okay? Santa Anita will have it tomorrow, which means that it's up for grabs today for a single ticket if you can get it. Going to be pretty hard to do with those fields there at Santa Anita. But anyhow, it's a mandatory payoff tomorrow. And, of course, uh, tomorrow at uh, Santa Anita, they have uh, all that uh, Cal Cup racing and a couple of... uh, Sunshine Million races going on at Santa Anita tomorrow. So, and a quick note uh, today, by the way, Turf Paradise has a couple of stakes races for 60 grand a pop the Walter R. Kluwer Memorial and the Queen of the Green. And Drayden Van Dyke is going to be rolling in there to ride both those stakes races for Southern California Invaders. So keep that in mind as well for Turf Paradise today. All right, we're going to go to our first break because we got Jonathan standing by. We've got Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J as well for today. Of course, with Santa Anita running, and I even have—I got a twin cue for you today as well from Station Casinos. And we still got to give you your menu. Oh my! Well, let's get started. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
0: From DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show.
3: All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Talking about uh, what's going on in New York, and uh, Jonathan Source went in there. Uh, They, you know, at this time of the year, they do all the tallies, like we all do we all got to get all our paperwork together for the IRS to tell them how much we made and all that good stuff uh, for the year. Well, they do the same thing in, in horse racing and all that. So here's the deal. The New York Racing Association handle uh, in 2021, last year, was the highest since 2008. Are you ready for that? A 12.6% increase from 2019 and the highest one-year handle figures since 2008 now we got to put that in perspective with the, the pandemic and all that but remember uh the racetracks 20 a lot of them you know shut every the whole thing shut down but during 21 the tracks were running people may not have been able to go to the tracks uh freely the way they used to you know without restrictions and all that but they were still betting they were betting through the TVGs and the and the uh, all the betting platforms they had out there, so the peeps were out there playing. And uh, good news for the NYRA, nice healthy, uh, nice healthy return on that stuff. All good news. And by the way, just a, cu- a quick uh, note: the uh, 2021 Dubai World Cup winner Mystic Guide uh, was uh, planning a comeback in racing. Now five years old, by the way. But uh, trainer uh, Mike Stidham wasn't happy with the way the horse was following most of his recent works and took him out of training down at the fairground. So we'll wait and see what's uh, going on with that. All right, here's the menu. of racetracks available today in the race book. Sammo race racetracks around the country. Reminding you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day. On this racing menu reflect the start times, the first post times in the Pacific time zone. So if you're here listening in Las Vegas where we emanate and originate all this stuff, at Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times rollout in our books. We are in the Pacific time zone. And for everybody else out there in the Pacific time zone, no problem. However, if you're listening across the all the platforms we have around the world, our websites, our phone apps, our podcasting, etc. And you're not in the Pacific time zone. Adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss Mom and Dad, okay? We will now uh, give you the uh, menu of racetracks available today. As they stand right now, as I say, the only cancellation is the one at Laurel that happened the other day. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? Are you ready? Okay. Jeez. My goodness. All right, we begin with uh, Aqueduct. They got nine races today at the Big A. First post time is 9.20. 920 at Aqueduct today. We'll get a little bit of uh, what's going on there as far as weather-wise by Jonathan Hardoon in just a moment. Gulfstream Park is next, exempt of their uh, jackpot. It was all uh, laid out, passed out, paid out yesterday. So they start their jackpot again today. They guarantee $50,000 in the Pick 6 Rainbow jackpot if there's a single ticket holder today. They have 10 races at Gulfstream and a first post time of 9.30. Then we get the Tampa Bay Downs. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $12,610. They got a first post time for their nine races at Tampa Bay, set at 9.40. All right, then next comes uh, Mahoning Valley. Now, Mahoning Valley uh, has a pick six jackpot carryover, $22,131. They've got nine races today at Mahoning. And uh, their first post time there is 9:45. 9:45 at Mahoney Valley today. Oaklawn Park is next. Oaklawn Park nine races. First post time is 10:30. 10:30 Oaklawn Park today, with a good racing card there too, boy. All right, Delta Downs is next. Delta Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 10:55. Then you get to the fairgrounds, Nollins Fairgrounds. First post time for their nine races 11:05. 11:05 at the fairgrounds today. And then next comes Sunland Park. Sunland Park has nine quarter horse races of, uh, I'm sorry, they've got nine quarter horse races today. So Sunland's all quarter horse racing today. Six of the nine races, the quarter horse races today at Sunland Park, will be uh, trials at 400 yards for three-year-olds. So it's quarter horses today at Sunland. There, uh, I think they had a small, super high five carryover of eight hundred twelve dollars. First post time eleven twenty-five for the quarter horse program at Sunland. Then you got Turf Paradise, and again, a couple of stakes races there. The Walter Floor Memorial will be the fifth on the card. Uh, Van Dyke is there riding Zaffarelli, and that's the five to two morning line favorite in that seven and a half furlong turf feature. The fifth race on the card. The eighth race is the other stakes race, the Queen of the Green at 7.5 furlongs on the turf as well. This is the Philly Mayor 4-year-olds and up division. The other is the 4-year-olds and up Colts and Gelding. That's the eighth and final race on the card. Graydon Van Dyke is riding Brook at uh, 3-1 to and the favorite in that one as well. So Van Dyke's out there riding imports uh, from Southern California in the two stakes races. First post time at Turf Paradise is 1140 They've got a pick-six jackpot carryover of $2,653. But listen up. they got a regular pick-five carryover. This is not a jackpot. A regular pick-five carryover at Turf Paradise today, $14,515. First race, quarter-horse race, races two through eight are thoroughbreds, a couple of nice stakes races. First post time, 11.40 at Turf Paradise today. Santa Anita is next. Santa Anita has eight races today. Their first post time is 1230. Now they have the highest pick six jackpot carryover in the country today. Their pick six jackpot carryover at Santa Anita today stands at $391,924. Eight races. First post time is 1230. Golden Gate, Northern California kicks in as well. They have eight races today at Golden Gate. They've got a pick six jackpot carryover of $5,973. And a first post time at Golden Gate today for eight races at 1245. Penn National is next. Penn National has nine races. Their first post time is at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at Penn Nat today. Following that is Turfway Park. Turfway Park has eight races. Their first post time is 315. But they got full fields in these eight races at Turfway today. Oh, yeah, they do. They got a Super High 5 carryover, a regular Super High 5 carryover at Turfway, $9,157. Their Pick 6 jackpot carryover, $19,212. First post-time Turfway Park, $315 for eight races. Charlestown is next. They got a Pick 6 jackpot carryover, $7,987. Nine races, first post-time, 4 p.m. We wrap it up on this Friday card with Sam Houston Park. They've got a regular pick fi- uh, pick six carryover. Regular pick six carryover at Sam Houston Race Park. $6,125. They have a super high five jackpot carryover of $7,118. And their first post time for nine races. First race will be an Arabian bread race. The uh, rest will be regular thoroughbreds. First post time, 445 at Sam Houston Park. All righty, then. We're going to go to uh, Mr. Jonathan Hardoon right now. And all I want to know, Jonathan, is this. Did you have champagne yesterday?
0: <laughs> i not champagne, but a nice dinner, that's for sure.
3: You had champagne. It was poetry. I had champagne, you're right. It was poetry <laughs> in motion poetry. with champagne in the fifth. As far as I'm concerned, Dylan Davis, what a ride.
0: It it really was. And, uh, you know, it was interesting because the first four races yesterday, whoever made the lead won. So, um, you know, we told him to keep her close and he did. And uh, there was a horse flying up the inside and he made sure that she didn't get through. And uh, really a terrific job by the whole team and uh, certainly by Dylan Davis as well.
3: No question about that. That was a heck of a ride. And he sat right in the pocket, right behind uh, a couple of uh, speed horses. And then uh, when he asked her to go, she went.
0: Yeah, I mean it was her first time on the dirt, and at first uh, only her second start. So mm-hmm. you know maybe we'll have a little fun with this
3: horse. All right, what do you? Well, you go, you go non-winners <laughs> to two next, right? Non-winners other than the I other guess.
0: Th- yeah, oh. I leave it up to the trainer. I, I don't get involved. Whatever they want to do, they know better than me.
3: Okay, so you got a nice winter there. that's for sure and uh of course, uh now we go back to the handicapping and while you were down there celebrating watching your horse win, you were doing work because you got four sheets out today.
0: I do. I did a lot of them early yesterday morning, and then I finished off with New York when I got back up to Saratoga. Mm-hmm. But the drive back was a lot better than uh, losing a race because it certainly made it a lot. Worse.
3: <laughs> well, you're you're lucky. Uh, she's not running today or maybe tomorrow because you got a storm coming in, don't you? <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a, a nor'easter coming. Uh, we're going to get slammed Sunday into Monday, from what I understand.
3: Okay. All but right.
0: today, out at Aqueduct, it's in the 30s. The weather is okay. It's clear. Uh huh. Nothing coming yet, but it is coming. So.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, it's coming. Okay. Well, it ain't air today, though. So, what are we doing as far as uh, picks today?
0: Okay, let's look at the seventh race here at Aqueduct. It's a mile, a flat mile on the main track around one turn.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I
0: like the number two horse in here, Musical America. This is an eight year old gelding who was claimed out of her last race by trainer Michelle Nevin. Kendrick Komush aboard to ride. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. He was totally against the track last time out. He was wide on a day when inside and speed was the name of the game. George inside today. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. Number two musical america upsets and wins today's seventh
3: race out at aqueduct all right now in the uh, seventh race today at aqueduct your play is number two musical america the two with the uh, kendrick Carmouche aboard, the two uh breaking from the rail eight to one on the morning line seventh race the two horse at aqueduct is jonathan's uh play where are we going next
0: Let's go to Santa Anita, and uh, you mentioned tomorrow's mandatory payout, so I'm sure it'll be hit today because
3: (laughs) that's
4: just the
0: way it's going for the Strani group. But, uh, you know, short field, so obviously it's going to carry into tomorrow. But let's look at the seventh race today, Ralph. It's a short field, uh, six horses, but the favorites are all vulnerable. The two and three both coming off of wins at Los Sal and the, the five Spielberg coming off of a long layoff for trainer Bob Dafford, So if you're going to get these horses, today's the day to get them. And I like number one wicked trick. Seven-year-old gelding from the Bob Hess barn. His man Edwin Maldonado aboard to ride. He's listed at 8-1 to one in the short field, and I think number one wicked trick, certainly worth a play at the price in today's seventh race. And remember, you got to beat Pratt. you got to beat Velasquez. you got to beat Baffert. They're all in the race. <laughs> so that will guarantee us be a somewhat of a price. That will uh, guarantee us somewhat of a price.
3: All right. Looking at the seventh race it's a mile, there was an original field of six entered. They scratched number four, Dark Vader, which leaves five left. You're talking about Spielberg nine to five Pratt. You're talking about Vittorio at nine to five with Smith. Both of them are nine to five, and then they got Classier, who is the morning line favorite at eight to five with John Velasquez. And you got and, Mal- and, and you got Maldonado from the rail with Wicked Trick. But we know one thing about Maldonado, do we not?
0: Yes, we do. And he's so, go, go, go. so we
3: figure he's going to have the lead going into that first of the two left turns, don't we?
0: Yes, we do, and they're going to have to come and get
3: him. All right. So, and you know, you say, "Oh, come on, Jonathan's given an eight to one shot in a five horse race. You know, he's not going to be eight to one, but with all these other three chopping up the money, he'll be close to eight to one."
0: I believe that. Yeah. You're going to get it. You're going to get. Every, you know, you're going to get a price. That's for sure. Decent so. price.
3: That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So the seventh race, the one wicked trick. Who could put a wicked number on all those favorites, those high-profile favorites in the seventh race? The one horse wicked trick is your play at Santa Anita, and I just want to make a note. I, I talking about your winner at Aqueduct, but the horse that you gave out at Gulfstream—is that why you didn't didn't pick a pick at <laughs> <a> Gulfstream today? <laughs> the horse you gave out at well, Gulf—the horse you gave out at Gulfstream yesterday—closed at nine to one, and I don't criticize jockeys. Uh, performances that much, but I got to say Corey Lannery had an option at the head of the stretch to tilt out and let this horse run, s- decided to stay on the rail, and this is a split-second decision, I understand, So I'm just, but I'm just laying it out where he stayed on the rail, he got uh, pinned in, he had to check, and go to the outside. In the meantime, I believe the second-longest shot on the board got the jump on the rest of them, and uh, produced enough of a, of a distance at that strategic time to where your horse couldn't catch him. So you got a $53 winner that wins the race. And you at 9-1 to one with Lettington, I think, should have won the race and could have won the race with a split-second decision of, of tilting out rather than staying down on the rail. I put that horse in the same condition on a horses to watch list.
0: Yeah, no question, Ralph. I mean, actually, he would have won if he got through, that's for sure, or if he tips off the rail, he wins. But, you know, he was stopped cold, and he dropped back, and he still rallied back to get second. So he was full of run. You know, that's just racing luck. But what are you going to do? It happens. And uh, if he gets through, he's a hero. If he doesn't, he's a bum.
3: Yeah, I didn't, you know. <laughs> I didn't bet win place in that race. I had him uh, keyed uh, w- uh, surrounding with a uh, pick five that uh, I wouldn't have hit anyhow because the $66 winner uh, won the last race. But I would have got the four out of the five. You remember uh, at uh, – I'm sorry. You
0: get
3: a console there. Yeah, I'm sorry. That wasn't a $66 horse. The last race paid eight sixty but i oh uh yeah the uh, th- that race that we missed the $53 horse stopped me from hitting the pick 5 but you do get consolations at Gulfstream for the pick 5s but in any case uh you know um racing luck sometimes a live
0: horse given out on the radio and uh, we've got seconds yeah
3: and you know I could have bet win place. I'm sure the place price was a nice one. I didn't even look because I nine eighty
0: to place. nine
3: eighty to place. Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know I, because uh, I bet him win a place. Oh, so did I, you? <laughs> okay, I just I just yes, I no, I, I did
3: I, with gimmicks, and I didn't have them in the exacto with the obviously the winner. So, but uh, nevertheless, we will push on, and we'll get a couple of winners today and get all the money back. Right? Sounds good. <laughs> all Thanks, right.
0: Rob, stay safe and be well.
3: All right, you too, Jonathan, and stay warm, my man. All right, we're going to come back. We've got a uh, twin cue for you and Rich Hang and then, uh, of course, John and Jerry. So don't go away.
2: Now here's the station's twin Q report. Play the twin cue today at any station's casino's race book near you.
3: But up up All righty. Time to get you a Twin Q. We got to do that for you. Now, uh, the Twin Q today at Station Casinos will be $5,000 because it was hit last time on Sunday with a carryover. But a lot of people hit it on Sunday. So now, your Twin Q today at Station Casinos. You can play this only at the Station Casinos, by the way. A nice little nugget uh, that's uh, laid out there for our local players here most major racing days. And today is one of them. Today, uh, the Twin Q for five thousand dollars at the Station Casinos will feature the ninth race at Oaklawn Park, uh, an allowance race for Phillies and mares, three year olds and up, going a mile and sixteenth, an overflow field of thirteen before any scratches. It is a wide open affair, so much so that the morning line favorite is seven to two, with Joel Rosario, Rosario back from his injuries, he's back riding. He has six mounts today at Oaklawn Park. All six mounts are with trainer Steve Asmussen, and it is his thirty-seventh birthday today. Happy birthday, Joel Rosario! By the way, Bob Baffert uh, had a birthday uh, either it's either today or yesterday, so we want to wish him a happy birthday as well. Rosario's thirty-seventh birthday is back in action today. He rides in the first half of the Twin Q, the ninth race at Oaklawn Park. The second half of the Twin Q will be the ninth race at the fairgrounds. This can going to be a popular uh, combination for the Twin Qs at uh, Station Casinos. Ninth race at fairgrounds is the second half of the puzzle. It's an allowance race, fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up, going six furlongs, and a field of 13 before any scratches. And that, again, is a wide-open affair. The morning line favorite is also just 7-2. to two. So you got a couple of really neat puzzles going on today for the twin queue on this Friday, the Friday twin queue at Station Casinos, featuring the ninth at Oaklawn, Ninth at Fairgrounds, and a post time right around uh, make it two ten. Don't make it any later than that, you'll get shut out. Rich Ang, good morning.
5: Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Uh, that was an interesting comment about the Rosario and Aspugen because if he, if Asmussen uses Rosario, first call at Oaklawn. And then you got Bafford using uh, Johnny Velasquez first call at Santa Anita just goes to show you how strong the jockey colony is in New York that these uh, other trainers reach out for him like that.
3: Well, I gotta tell you, I mean, when you talk about Rosario now, uh, with the assumption, I mean, he's riding six of his horses, being uh, yeah. maybe a first call for Asmussen and Velasquez, now being uh, the the number one guy in the Baffert barn, a little bit of a changing of the guards uh, because uh, you know Santana was uh, Asmussen's go-to guy, and and, of course, uh, Pratt and Mike Smith were the go-to guys uh, for Baffert. So a little bit of changing the guards there, huh?
5: Yeah, it sets up a, what we call a domino effect. The other guys have to fight something else.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, um, we'll see. We'll wait and see. Uh, by the way, the information I got, the notations I got at the bottom of the Lindo report, and that's why I tell everybody when you get the Lindo report, uh for uh for Oaklawn and San Anita, it gets all the little goody information at the bottom that is a couple of those uh, tidbits for Oakland. We'll get John on in just a few minutes but uh Rosario's back at Oaklawn, and you are back with your selections today for San mm-hmm. Anita and I would imagine that even though we won't be on the air for the Martin Luther King holiday on Monday, you will have a San Anita sheet for that uh, Monday holiday card, right.
5: Oh, absolutely. We'll uh, have a, a Monday Santa and the uh, other sheet. I look forward to it. Uh, I, I haven't, you know, I guess they haven't drawn the races yet, but, uh, you know, I, I like it. Hopefully they have a nice holiday card.
3: Yes, that's for sure. Well, that I'm too. I think they're going to have a great card tomorrow with all the Cal Cup, Sunshine Million, and mandatory payoff in the Pick Six, should somebody not circumvent it today. And, of course, uh, with the fields today, it'll be pretty hard for one single ticket unless it gets cr- real crazy but in any case uh we'll get your selections for Santa Anita today at the race day, Las website just go there and uh, click Richie's icon you get it what are we doing today richie
5: yeah i i agree it would take close to a miracle to have a, uh, a unique winner of the pick six today at Santa Anita with those field sizes.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, I tell you why, because of the short fields and the short prices, I'm going to take I'm going to take a reach, Ralph. Let's go to race number three.
4: Mm-hmm. It's a
5: uh, kind of a nondescript, wide open looking, uh, bait claiming race going six furlongs. Let's try a horse who uh, went off at 47 to one last time out. Ooh. It won't be that today, but uh, should be a big price. Uh, number seven, so it would seem Eight to one in the morning line with rookie Gonzalez riding for Philip D'Amato, uh, dropping from Maiden down to seventy five. Worked real well last time out, so maybe it's just a wake up call and uh, it's it's a wide open field, so we're taking a shot route. Twenty five win place, two for the ROI, number seven, so it would seem in the third at Santa
3: Anita. And that is the name of the horse, so it would seem third race, the seven. Rich Ang's play, eight to one on the morning line, third race at San Anita, number seven, twenty five win place. Is the fifty dollar stipend. We give them the two dollar ROI, two to win on the seven in the third at San Nita. Uh how's the um how's the update in the ROIs early in the year?
5: Uh you know what? I don't have my Excel file open. Okay. I, I
3: um that's all, right. that's
5: all right. Let me let me give it to you tomorrow.
3: <laughs> uh, that uh, that's not a problem. We'll wait for it tomorrow and you could maybe add so it would seem to it today. <laughs> Oh, God, that would be fun. Yes, <laughs> be, but, it. it'll
5: be a big number if it
3: is. All right. Now, <laughs> we all know that uh, you uh, dabble sometimes in sports and uh, in football, and we've got the big wild card weekend, a uh, multitude of uh, games on Saturday and Sunday, and, of course, a uh, special first time ever Monday night wild card game in the NFL. Are you uh, formulating any opinions? Well,
5: I tell you what, Ralph, I, I have a trivia question that involves you and me. Okay. When was where were you the last time that uh, the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game?
3: I was at uh, Turfway Park with you, and when they made it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> you and I were, were at a party at the uh, the Hilton right across the street from Turfway Park. Any more questions? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Very good, Ralph. I, I I wasn't sure if I would uh, you know you would stumble on that no. one, but that's right. The last time the Bengals won. You and I were working at Turfway Park together. Who who
3: was the Bengals quarterback?
5: Boomer Esaias.
3: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good team. I can't remember to put gas in my car without the light going on, and yet I can remember that. I'll tell you. Oh,
5: God, well, we were rooting like heck for the Bengals. That was that was real fun. Yeah,
3: it, okay? it was. It Jeez, was a lot of fun. And, uh, and
5: uh, they won. They were a really good football team back Yeah,
3: there. they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they uh, gave it a fight right there. That's for sure. And, by the way, uh, when we say Turfway Park, Turfway Park is um, in Florence, Kentucky, which is like a uh, Henderson would be the Las Vegas. It's a suburb, really. I know it's separated by state lines, but uh, Cincinnati, Ohio is right over the river right over the border uh, from uh, Turfway in northern Kentucky, and so we were we were Cincinnati fans then. That's for sure. All right, thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks,
5: Ralph. Good luck, everybody.
3: All righty. Now, wait a minute. He didn't give me a play. Well, he'll get. We'll get one out of him. We'll get him out tomorrow morning. In the meantime, we got John and Jerry to wrap it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse, but can't make it to the race book? South Point
1: Casino's Racebook has the answer.
0: The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
3: Just want to give you one little final heads up today as far as information in racing at Aqueduct. Jockey Christian Ramos, who had a couple of mounts today and has been replaced, uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, and that happened yesterday. So he'll be uh, he'll. He's off his mounts, and he's going to be uh, sidelined, uh, isolated until January 16th, which is uh, Sunday. Uh, the NYRA announced, and uh, they wanted to let everybody know that all members of the New York Racing Association jockey colony are vaccinated and adhere to established protocols. So, there you are. There you have it. Now on to John Lindo. Good morning, John.
6: Good morning, Ralph. How you doing?
3: Doing fine, my man. Uh, we got uh, you. You were busy. You did Oakland and Santa Anita, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go to Oakland first and uh, chat a little bit about that. So today's Rosario's birthday.
6: He is thirty seven years old today, and back from the fractured rib. And like you mentioned, he's riding six, and you know why he's there. He's riding them all for Steve Asmus.
3: That is amazing. I, I don't think I ever remember a jock just coming in cold like that and riding the all his mounts in one day for uh, a certain trainer, but uh, wow, that's something.
6: Well, yeah, you got to think they're alive. Uh, oh. you, you know, he, I think he's, he, he's writing for Brad Cox over the weekend too. So he's going to hit the ground running at, at Oakland. All
3: right. Uh, Bob Afford had a birthday too, didn't he?
6: He did. I, I didn't get a number on Bob, but uh, he's a little older than Joel Rosario.
3: <laughs> I think he is. That's for sure. But uh, he's doing just as well as Joel. I think uh, that's for sure. Um, well, okay, we got uh, Oaklawn Park. You got it covered with the Lindell Report. And uh, just like uh, Southern California at Santa Anita, you do extensive coverage on the Lindell Report. Not only do you get the selections each day at the p- specific tracks that uh, John does with the Lindell Report, but you also get a suggested late pick four and a lot of the important goodies and information at the bottom of the sheet. Uh, one of those, of course, is uh, the information we just gave you about Rosario. But uh, you got an update on the jockey and trainer standings at Oakland too.
6: Yeah, going into this week, Francisco Arieta is the leading jockey at Oakland. He's got 19 winners. uh, Florent Giroux and Ricardo Santana Jr., they're tied for second with 16. Mm -hmm. And one jockey who's struggling right now, Ramon Vasquez, he's 0 for his last 19, so we'll see if he can turn that around. Well, you remember uh,
3: last week you told us about a jockey that was cold and he he went and won like uh, three races over uh, the two uh, remaining days.
6: Yeah, sometimes uh, maybe we can, get, you know, get him off the schneider Yeah,
3: that was Cabrera, and uh, now he's yep. uh, got some wins. Okay. As
6: far as the trainers, uh, Brad Cox is the leading trainer. He's got 12 winners. Mm-hmm. Steve Mass right behind with 11, and Robertino Diodoro has nine. So the, the usual suspects atop top the leaderboard there.
3: Okay, now Cox, uh, I don't know how many mass he has today, but if Rosario's riding six for Asmussen, that could change the trainer standings by the end of the day.
6: I would think that number would move a little bit today.
3: <laughs> now, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, the cold jockey Vasquez, uh, but Mr. Cash, the trainer, started out hot.
6: Yeah, Norman Cash, he was on the leaderboard after the first week there, but he's, he's now gone winless from his last 14, and Ooh. he deals with a lot of claiming horses, and, and, you know, they're they're changing hands so fast down there. Uh-huh. Those, those claiming barns can kind can of change personnel real quick.
3: All right, and uh, filthy favorites?
6: Right on the norm, 33% for the meet.
3: All right. Now I want to remind everybody out there, the Linda Report covering Oak Lawn Park, top selection to 138 of them so far, 46 have won. That's 33%. You're matching strides with the favorites out there. And the flat bet profit for all those selections per $1 wager, $1.14. That's doing a pretty good job there, John.
6: Yeah, there there is value down there at oakland so it's, it's a good meet to play.
3: Yeah, no question about that. And so, with that said, and with the Lindo report today exclusively at the uh, South Point, we're going to get a pick for him now.
6: Let's go down to the ninth and final in the ninth race today. Number eleven, Trumpet Lily, really looked good, winning by daylight when when she returned to Oaklawn Park on her last start.
4: Mm-hmm. She's
6: a multiple winner down there at Oaklawn. Looks like uh, she was a recent claim two back. They they claimed her at the right time. I think she can step up again to this next level and win. She's got speed from that eleven post, so look for her to be on or near the lead throughout. Four to one on the program number eleven, trumpet lily, race nine at Oaklawn.
3: Now uh, that ninth race at Oaklawn, uh, David Cohen is riding this horse. He says it's been claimed twice. Would that be uh, uh, Deodoro? Now uh, the trainer. No,
6: this is Norm Cash. We were just talking oh, about working. Okay. We're, we're going to
3: get him off. We're going to get Norm six. off the Schneid. Back to the winner's Circle with Norm. Yeah, okay. So in the ninth race, this, by the way, folks, is the start of the uh, Twin Q ninth race, number eleven, Trumpet Lily, the eleven in the ninth at Oaklawn. John Lendo's play off the Lendo Report for the entire card at uh, Oaklawn and all the goodies. So get the Lendo Report right now for Oaklawn today at the South Point. And while you're there. You can pick up the Linda Report for the entire Santa Anita card today, also at the South Point, with all the same good information on it. Now, at Santa Anita today, uh, we'll have a mandatory payoff tomorrow at uh, Santa Anita for the uh, Pick 6 jackpot if somebody doesn't circumvent it today. But the way they, uh, the races are today but almost be impossible for a single ticket, but you never know. But more importantly for us now, uh, since the last time they raced at Santa Anita till now, they've done something with the racetrack.
4: Yeah,
6: the track was really loose and deep on on Sunday. They went and dug it up Monday after training and and, uh, remixed it. So we're probably going to see a little bit of a tighter surface today. Keep an eye out to see if any track biases pop up. Uh, Speed was good when it was real loose there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I'll be going to school like everybody else today on that main track at Santa Anita.
3: Jockey, trainer standings real quick.
6: Uh, the jockeys, it's Flavian Pratt and John Velasquez and everybody else. Those two, they've won half the races so far. And uh, the way the races are shaping up, you start with them and work backwards.
3: And uh, jockeys who have been uh, lean in the winner's circle include who?
6: Drayden Van Dyke, Tyler Bays, Mario Gutierrez, Mike Smith, Ricky Gonzalez, and Joe Bravo. Those six guys for the meet are a combined five for 137.
3: Man, oh, man. They're not spreading the wealth yet, that's for sure. What about the trainer standings?
6: Uh, Bob Baffert, your leader, he's got 11 winners. And then you've got Bill D'Amato, Doug O'Neill, and Ruben Alvarado with six wins each.
3: I hate to ask you about them filthy favorites. of <laughs> Pratt and Velasquez has won in half the races.
6: Favorites are holding at 49% oh, for the meet, Oh, route.
3: man, oh, man. Oh, take that. Oh, oof. Lindo reports doing hot through Sunday as well, 24 for seventy-six top picks, winners thirty-one point five percent there, and the total mutuals uh, for uh, the uh, selections one hundred thirty-six sixty. So you're hanging in there, even with those uh, filthy favorites. one in there, John. Linda report doing a good job. Let's get a pick.
6: Let's go to race number four at Santa Anita in the race. The race for number seven, Street Ruckus gets back in California, drops in for a claiming tag. And there's no speed in this mile-and-eighth grass race. I think Kent DeSomo can put this horse on the lead and control the race from there. So 5-2 to on the program, number 7, Street Ruckus on the drop, race 4, Santa Anita.
3: All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, John. In the fourth race, we got the 7, John Lindo's selection for us today. Uh, And you can hold off your uh, early ROI until tomorrow as well when we get it from Richie and you.
6: Okay, I've got it ready, so we'll do that tomorrow.
3: All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, John, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
7: All right,
3: good luck today. Alright, now we go to Jerry Jacker We're standing by. Jerry, good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, Ralph. Forty nine percent.
3: Oh come on.
7: <laughs> that hurts. I gotta though, take my hat off to uh John. That's terrific. Thirty three percent top winners on a sheet is very, very good. Mm-hmm. And of course to do anything better than a dollar is just outstanding.
3: Yeah, no question about that, because you gotta beat the takeout to get to, to that plus side, right. you know.
7: Typically, uh, you know, I've done studies on this. Typically, really good handicappers come in around 97.97,96 mm-hmm. uh, for their top pick. That's what really, really good handicappers do people. So a dollar 14 is just fantastic.
3: All right, now we've got the uh, your power pages for all of Gulfstream and all of Santa Anita available right now at all the station casino race books, and so uh, we'll start off with Gulfstream.
7: Yeah, let's go to Gulfstream for the first one, today. We're going to go to race number eight. Mm-hmm. I've got number six, Day's Humor. We're going five furlongs on the AWT. And we have an interesting horse. First time, uh, uh, went to the AWT.
3: Uh, That's it.
7: Mayor won. It the mayor. She won just flat out from the one post, which I a little bit concerned about the inside post. Mm-hmm. At the sprint distances. And then on the 17th, came back from an inside post and ran well again. Mm-hmm. And today, the big thing it moves away from the rail and gets Sean Bridgemahan, which is an interesting jockey switch. So I like the six horse in race number eight an awful lot. Okay. I'll make a good win place bet on that at, you know, four to one or higher. Play the six with the one, four, seven, eight, do reverses, but the six in race number eight. Day's Humor. That's my feature play
3: for today. All right. And the AWT, by the way, is all-weather track. Uh, So in the eighth race, the seven, uh, the six. In the eighth race, number six, Day's Humor is the key. The six is the key. Link-ups one, four, seven, and eight. And reverse, $2 ROI, two to win on the six in the eighth at Gulfstream. Now we go to Santa Anita. All
7: right. Let's go to race number seven at Gulfstream.
3: Uh, Uh, No, no, no. no. That's... uh, I mean, it's Santa
7: Anita. I'm sorry. Race number seven at Santa we Wicked Trick, the one horse for uh, Bobby Hess, uh, returns to Edwin Maldonado, where, who he ran his best race for, and really is in a great setup. He's been fresh in here. I think this horse can go fall to finish if mm-hmm. the track is willing. We got eight to one on the morning line. It's a really good opportunity here. So let's take the one and make a good win place bet here, and then play the one with the two, three, and five. Do your reverses, and then I'm going to press up 1, 2,
3: 2, 1. And that's in the seventh race. Correct. And John uh, Jonathan Ardoon came uh, with the same kind of thought. So in the seventh race, the 1 uh, is the key for you. The link-ups are 2, 3, and 5 in reverse. $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 1 in the seventh. Don't forget, you can get Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Santa Anita and all of Gulfstream Park. Right now at the Station Casinos, where today their Twin Q... Features the ninth race at Oaklawn and the ninth race at the fairgrounds for $5,000. And we wrap up the Friday show, reminding you we'll start an hour later tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time. In the meantime, go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.